Welcome to another episode of Husbands Watching Housewives. I am Scott, and I'm very sleepy. <laughs> and I'm Jeff, and I'm oh, okay. Yeah, see, Sunday night shows, man. I turning into a turning into an old man. Oh. <laughs> it's a lot to watch. Uh, it's just it was it's a it's a rainy day today, so it's been That's it's true. been gloomy all week. I'm I got the the sads the, the seasonal affective disorder. <laughs> it does, yeah. It's like, it's very mellow, and it's just like rain all week, and just continue with very this like stormy. Yeah, yeah. It's made I got confused watching this episode of the Potomac because I was like, wait a minute, what what Mother's Day? Like my brain would not comprehend that. Like even though we're living the heart of winter part of California winter, you know, ooh, so snowy, no. um, that they're back in May, you know, that's where Potomac is right now. That's so long ago. Yeah. So my brain was really going, going crazy on me. I was like, where are we? What's going exactly. on? Exactly. Why are they, why are they dressed so springy? And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> That'll do it. Is there a, where's their heavy coat? Exactly. So, uh, yeah, uh, we just watched The Real Housewives of Potomac. Yeah, so the whole Mother's Day, Mothers and Daughters theme going on. Yeah, last week was uh, sexual abuse, and this week is, is Mother's Day. They had to lighten it up. So Pivot, yes. Yes, thank goodness they did. No. Yes. Uh, very good that they did. Yeah. Um, yeah, it basically... But it didn't, it didn't start off as Mother's Day. It started off elsewhere. They didn't start off with... Karen getting her tattoo. Oh yeah. Oh right, 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 right. She's right. acting as if she's getting like a full sleeve. Yeah. In terms of like the pain factor, she's triple twenty. I mean, you know, tattoos are new to her. If you took a drink every time she said triple twenty, you would yeah. be, be smashed. Comatose. Exactly. Comatose. Yes. Yeah. I think uh, Andy should make that the word on Watch What Happens Live. Mm-hmm. Triple twenty. Just triple twenty. Yeah. Next time when Karen's on. on. Yes, I think so. Uh, yeah, basically it, it was, I liked seeing, I like whenever she's on Karen's daughter, Raven, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's very nice and very, you know, level-headed and just like kind of. That, that conf- what she was wearing in that confessional was not doing her favor. She looked so much better, like, um, in the, in the scenes than she did in that confessional. Yeah. It was just, it was a awkward. I also don't like side-by-side confessionals like that, like with a, another person. Cause they've done that sometimes oh, with like Candace true. and her husband and I'm just like, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, because we both were like, mm, she really takes after Ray, doesn't she? Uh, so Very much so. That's yeah. Like a lot of yeah. Well, got, Ray then. Uh, oh. He just got that. <laughs> oh, God. That's almost as bad as parents that name their kids all the same letter. Well, it's like Victor Victoria and Nikki and Nicholas. That's a Y&R reference. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, now I don't. Now I really don't like Karen and Ray. Now I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. Totally kidding. They could have been really cave in. Like, oh. you know, Jamie Lynn, she's named after her father, Jamie, and her mom, mm-hmm. Lynn. Yeah, Jamie, yeah. Well, so, that was the reason for our friend, friend's son, Eamon. Oh. Kevin anyway. I never knew that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not solely like it's not on the nose, but oh. it's kind of a blend between their two names. Oh. So, I never knew but that. But also very Irish. Oh, yeah. awesome! Yeah, oh, wow, goes to show. But anyway, um, yeah. So it was uh, giving um, giving mumbles. I mean, Grace some advice on uh, going away to school. She does mumble like she's very soft spoken and just very much like you know the antithesis of Giselle in terms of like I'm quiet and 
I wonder if thoughtful. I wonder if that's the show's doing or if she's genuinely a shy person. That's the only reason I poke yeah. fun at her is because if she's just like on the show and just like not feeling comfortable talking and just. And she kind of retreats into herself like, I don't right. really want to do this, but my mom needs a storyline. Made my whole tagline about me and my sisters. Right. And no, it's just like, I don't adore you. I've given it some time. Don't adore you. <laughs> no. No grace. <laughs> Can you find your way back to Giselle? I did maybe sooner than Candace can. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Grace is like the best thing about Giselle this season, honestly. Right. So this whole like sending her off to college storyline, I'm like, okay, you know, sure. Daughter's daughter's sweet. I mean, the breakfast order though was lame. Where is the pancake? Where was the fringe tip? Again, like I said, it wasn't their sweet. There wasn't their sweet breakfast day. That maybe it was a weekday, and they just wanted some, you know, savory stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, I was just like, I'm gonna get an egg and like some as a sausage, or I'm gonna get some biscuits. That's just it. I, I, it's no. I mean, for no. some people, I guess when we go out, we go out. But also, maybe they just don't want to eat a big meal on camera because then it's like you got like stuff on your face, and you're not like trying to talk, and your food's flying, and yeah. And I know I'm jumping ahead, but when, when Candace and Robin talk at, at the end, like Candace didn't even eat her food. Like she showed up and she's like, all right, peace and left. You know, That's the thing. It's like, I would not want to be on a reality show for many reasons, but one of them is that they are always getting into arguments or whatever at, at dinner time or, or meal time. And like, I just like to eat and not feel anxious. And I was, if I was like in a fight with somebody, I would feel anxious, not be able to eat. And also too, I wouldn't want to eat on camera and have like, you know, a mouth moving and like, it's just not attractive. So I'm pretty sure you'd be, if you were a housewife, you'd just be like, oh, yeah, hold that thought and <laughs> just start eating. I have a point to make about you, but I'm going to finish this chicken. We will get to that later, but this is too good to not eat. Also, you think I'm bitchy now? I'll get bitchy when I don't eat. <laughs> <laughs> Try me. <laughs> Let me eat. I promise it'll go better for everyone involved. <laughs> well, that's what you know, they've said before. It's like uh, the whole when Denise Richards was looking for craft services and they're like, there's no craft services. You just got to like, you know, if you're hungry, you have to like have a snack in your purse. And I'd be like, really? I need to stop the scene right now and like, you know, get a sandwich. Well, now you have granola bars. You'd have granola bars in your purse. I, I totally would. I was just like, I'm going to go to the bathroom and like eat a granola bar. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so not a whole lot happened this episode, though. I mean, really, if we were if we were to bullet point it, it would be individual stuff, Mother's Day, Candace and Robin. Yeah. And the individual stuff um, scenes, I, for the first time, liked NECA. In a, in a oh scene. yeah, well we we learned more about her sister than we did her. Yes, yes. I know her sister like has is married and has like, you know, twins and like another kid and she's like a, a doctor and we also learned about Neca's their father and he's a doctor and came to this country with nothing. And yeah, like I think I liked her because it's like we Learn more. Yeah. Learn more about her. It wasn't just like purely like windy, windy, windy. I'm surprised they didn't talk about Wendy and her mother, the shrine thing, when she was shopping for furniture. Well, they were too busy drinking out of champagne flutes, the clearance tag on the bottom of them. <laughs> like, I could not stop paying attention to the fact. Like, I know they're getting free champagne, you know, probably because productions, they're filming this whole thing and the, the furniture gallery is like, oh, we'll give you some champagne. But at least take the damn price tags off before you put it on camera. Because they want to seem like all classy, like, here's this glass of champagne while you shop, ladies. And then it's like, 
Two ninety nine. Well, I bet probably more than two ninety nine. Yeah. In my head, I don't know why. This is so dumb. In my head, because it was one of those tacky yellow and red clearance tags. In my head, I think it's seven ninety eight. I don't know why that yeah, makes any sense, but it did seem kind of like a cheap class. Yeah. 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 But the furniture was nice, but everything also I loved how the camera was having a hard time focusing on things because everything in that damn showroom was just stark white. Yes, that's true. Too. Yeah. So I yeah. guess I mean, we haven't been furniture shopping ourselves in a long time, especially at you know, a does you know, a fancy place like that. But everything was too damn white. I was like, damn. I think it's it's with people like although it's not very practical. You you know, you spill some red wine and it's like it's done for the share. I mean, Nekka doesn't have kids yet, but she'll be she'll be working on that. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you don't need, like, all white, white uh, dining set. Yeah. But, yeah, for the first time, I feel like I got to know more about her, and I liked her more in that scene because it was just a her and her sister relating and reminiscing, and I just... She was more enjoyable than she has been this entire season. That, that's now, like, more than halfway over. So it's like, finally, <laughs> we got there. But I don't know. Uh, the mother's oh, oh, more. I was say Wendy and her talk show that we need to watch. We should give it a watch. There are like six episodes on on YouTube. Yeah, I so. mean, if we were younger, I'd believe that YouTube is legitimately a source of entertainment. You know, of of television yes. entertainment. Yeah. But you know, we're old. You know, I don't. YouTube's for short clips. I wouldn't sit down and like let's watch a talk show on yeah. YouTube. But you, like set your DVR to record a talk show that airs on like in the daytime, right. like it's supposed to. Not yeah. I mean, though I guess you know if you you can get it anytime you want on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So she also wanted to cover every single topic ever on her show. Like she's like a one woman one woman view basically. And the editors were doing her wrong with that weird, you know, soundtrack while she's explaining what she wants on the show. There are all the sound effects are like, womp, womp. It was like uh, uh, Amazing Race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she did something wrong. She went the wrong way. But uh, no, good for her. I'm glad that, you know, she's gotten six episodes yes, off the ground. And, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the holidays derailed. Yeah. Maybe she's on the same <laughs> schedule as John Oliver. So they're on hiatus, you know. Starts again in February, right? Yes, true. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. I forgot about the the show. We should watch one of those. Yeah, I'm down for it. Well, we can, you know, uh, um, we have no housewives tomorrow. We can watch them tomorrow. There we go. Or on on Friday, Thursdays or Fridays. Yes. So it's our Wendy time. <laughs> Doctor Wendy. Doctor Wendy. Address me correctly. I'm glad they did not Zen Wen. I'm glad that name did not yeah. stick for the show. I mean, if she's doing like a yoga show but for a talk show it's not zen when no it's the dr wendy show or just whatever anyway um what else was there so it went to mother's day ultimately which yes. that venue was really really pretty gorgeous i was like yeah, I mean, it was very dc and you know again I, I was so confused like why is it so springy oh right mother's day may i got it and i really liked the little i guess it was before they walked in when uh Candace was on the phone with Wendy, that little, got the flowers kind of hanging there as yes. that backdrop. That was really pretty. I was like, oh, yeah. like that could have been pretty for a wedding. Totally. And the artist was like drawing them and, you know, we didn't have to hear the violinist. 
<laughs> well, you do hear the violinist at one point. It sounds like she's playing like a down-home fiddle or something. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was so confused why Karen started talking to the woman about how Ladam, And I, it just didn't occur to me because it was too early in the show where they hadn't really brought in the perfume connection. Like, oh, they're at a perfumery. So I guess it made logical sense. I just thought it was one of those things where, you know, you have a friend who, you know, tells the waitress their life story. I was like, oh, you know, oh, I'm the CCO of this place. And, oh, well, I have a perfume fragrance. Like, really? Ramona no one does asked. That. Ramona does that. She has that whole, like, let me top that. Yeah, thing. yeah. But no, it, it made sense once I realized it. I was like, okay, they're talking, they're perfume. And that's obviously something that, you know, even uh, take LaDame aside, you know, if Karen, you know, had knowledge of perfume and had a venture in the past where she yeah. learned all about the different fragrances and the emotions they evoke, as we learn, she doubles down on later and talks to, um, who was that? Necca. Oh, it was Neca? Okay. Same next door, yeah. I thought it was Karna or Kiarna, the Wendy's friend. Oh, yeah. That yeah. That confused me because I was like, who is this lady dressed like that other lady? And I'm like, oh, it's the friend who we seen like in one other scene. I believe she's also the friend who gets in the fight that wasn't filmed but was all over TMZ. Oh, right. Like somehow I think she's involved in that. I find Potomac and um Potomac has too many friends of. It's too many randos. I feel like a lot of the other franchises end up like, make it very clear. It's very delineated. This season, there are two friends of. Whereas Potomac is just like, there's friends of all over the place. And if it's a friend of them, like, say Beverly Hills, it's somebody who has been on the show, like Kim. She's not even like a friend of, but like, it's like, it's not random. It's like, oh, this relates, you know, this is Kyle's sister who used to be a cast member. You know, it's just, it's not just, let's throw in, you know, like Kyle's sister, Lava, we've met like one time, if that, you know, she's like in a background scene. Right. Like last year on Salt Lake, or was it the year before? It was Angie H and Angie K. Those are the friends of. No right. more. Right. And Dana. Oh, right. Dana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See. But yeah, I forgot about that already. Yeah. But yeah, so it's it's good to good to have some you know, more faces in there. Maybe we'll get, you know, we'll become more familiar with them as the season goes on or next mm-hmm. year. But Well, I think yeah. also, too, like she was probably the friend who Wendy wanted on the show. Instead of NECA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Probably so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Cherise popped in. Cherise and... was looking really good. Yeah. I mean, her 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 titties were out, but uh but they were looking I mean, she was looking good. And I the feel necklace like... drew attention to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean everything, yeah. It was yeah. just and just the color and everything of her outfit. She was looking good. I just love it when like, you know, Mia said, like, How are you and Karen? And she was like, Why are you asking that stupid question? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, you didn't know the answer to that. Why did why ask that? And like Karen, like didn't even acknowledge her. They were on opposite sides of the table, mm-hmm. in opposite ends. It was just like nope. But I like that. Um, Sharice uh, was saying, "Oh yeah, we ran into Jacqueline, and she was saying nice things about you." And then it cuts over to Neca being all like, "She would not stop talking and telling me everything about her out, you know, awful it went stuff on for two hours," which is like, okay, there's no camera there. Why are you telling this girl you just met? Like every little thing about Mia. Well, because she needs to be armed with all the knowledge. So when she's, you know, in, in, in it. hopes of getting, because like Mia's not going to bring her on. I'm not saying Jacqueline's thirsty, but obviously she has a axe grind with Mia and vice versa. Um, but like maybe she was telling all that stuff to Naka in hopes that she'd be like, come to the next party. And then like, maybe. Yeah. I was just thinking more about it. And so, Charisse, too. so that way, if Naka went at it with Mia, she could have some, uh, you know, some artillery to pull out of her. I'm surprised, you know, I'm surprised 
that NECA didn't say, you know, Jacqueline said X, Y, and Z about you because NECA doesn't have a beef with Mia. However, she'd heard something about Wendy. She would be like, well, and like she would spread it around the group because that's the target. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I think it was uh, interesting that Candace didn't invite Giselle to the the uh, Mother's Day brunch. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, is it that I mean, it, it's, I mean, after what she did last season and the, where they're standing. Yeah. So. Really, they like, like to throw it out to everybody, but I think it just, not that Giselle would go. Yeah. She it was, like, it was, was enough that she extended the invitation to Robin. Uh-huh. We probably, I checked with Giselle, I was like, what, you're not invited? Oh, I'm not going to go either. Because <laughs> they, you know, right. are attached. Which looks like ways into Robin and Candace. Yeah. My thoughts about this are, Two things can be right at the same time. Yeah, I agree with what, you know, what Candace was saying about Robin and like hiding things and blah, blah, blah. But I also don't think she, if she was that upset once Robin revealed the stuff about Juan on her podcast, then Candace should have gone straight directly to Robin as her friend and not blown her up on Twitter, perhaps. I agree with this, what she was saying, with the sentiment, because it was shitty <laughs> with Robin, the whole thing. But like she like really tore her down on Twitter and that YouTube interview they keep showing, and then also that that clip from Watch What Happens Live. Well, what you what you said when we were watching it was clear. You know what Robin isn't saying is you wanted me fired. Yes, like Candace, you were trying to get me fired. You were saying all this stuff because you didn't think I should be on the show anymore. Right, which a lot of people were saying at the time too, because she wasn't sharing her real life. And I'm I'm glad they at least said. You know, they broke the fork wall and like, you know, I'm on a show, but this doesn't mean I'm going to like share everything on the show. But, you know, Candace was saying what we were all thinking, you you're being paid to share your life. And even if you don't think it was, it's just, see, it's just dumb. See, and that's where it came down to it. That's where maybe, you know, that's where Candace had the opportunity to say, look, I don't have a problem with you not sharing certain things. And actually what Robin said, that's the first time I heard Robin saying that made sense about like, I'm not going to go ahead and bring this thing up that everyone's going to remember when it was no longer a huge thing. I think where Candace and Robin could have gotten to a better place is had Candace, if Candace had been able to say, look, the only reason I went at you so hard is because you and your friend and I cannot believe that you did not know what your friend Giselle was trying to do to my husband. The fact that you and she did all that, knowing that you yourself had this problem, the fact that you allowed Giselle to do it, or that you didn't try to stop Giselle from doing it. Like, you you can sit here in front of me all day long and say, Giselle's her own person, and I, you know, I didn't know she was doing it. But we know that even if that's true... Once your friends started doing it, you should have and could have gone to her and said, look, this isn't right. After everything that I just went through with Juan, I wouldn't want someone doing that to me. And I think that could have gotten it better, but they obviously didn't get well, to that also point. Too, it, it's some, in the beginning, Robin did say, I don't think that's what happened, Giselle. And she said it to Giselle and she also said it to Candace and Chris. Like, I don't think Chris had ill intentions with trying to get you back to the room, you know. And then by the time the reunion rolled around, she was back on Giselle's exactly. side. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And Why I do th- you think that is? Why do I think that is? <laughs> 
I don't. I don't know because she's up Giselle's ass. Yeah. <laughs> but so she freed herself for a moment and said to her face on camera, "I don't think it's that serious." And then, but by the end of the season, Giselle was like, "No, you need to get back on the right team, girl." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Yeah. Or, you know, who knows, maybe Candace said something that pissed her off between, you know, point A and point B. And she's like, yeah, I'm not going to stand up for her anymore. But see, I mean, and that that to me is the part of the game, so to speak, you know, where it stopped being entertainment when especially. And, you know, I want to tread lightly, but. um, Giselle. May have felt the way she felt. I don't want to say may have. Giselle felt the way that she felt about what happened with Chris, and she felt uncomfortable. But even after Candace was saying, this is you know nonsense, you're grasping at straws, you're making something out of nothing, um, she kind of just doubled down on it. And, and I kind of lost my point in trying to be delicate about it. It just, it just seems... It just seems like she's. It was just a stretch, and everyone could tell. Like this whole thing was a stretch. Yeah, there may be like the same thing with like um, Chris texting Ashley. That the you know, same thing. It's like there's nothing there, and you know it, but you're trying to make something out of it, just to make it seem worse than it actually was. Um, and again, I think there could have been better conversations had if Giselle hadn't. I don't want to say overblown it, but had Giselle just said, look, you know, there was an incident that made me feel uncomfortable and I want to talk to you about it. But like she came for Chris, uh-huh. like, you know, and, and like made it out like this was this horrible thing that he did something that he didn't necessarily do. And then she acted at the reunion like, I don't understand why you're so upset, Chris, because he was very upset at last year's reunion. And she's like, I don't like basically like just gaslighting him. I know we use that term a lot, but like it, it's kind of was what she was doing because like and they also too trying to spin it as i never insinuated he was doing gonna do anything to me i just felt like i should not be in the same room alone in a hotel room with a married man which it didn't but like the underlying thing that wasn't being said was that she wanted everyone to go with was that he was going to do something to me because no one was around i thought my glam was going to be there and it was just the two of us and yeah, you know that on top of like Ashley's friends or that's you know saying like oh he was talking but even to me, say, even me. saying you know you shouldn't you know oh I didn't want to be alone in a room with a married man like what are you a Quaker are you I mean is this is this you know are you are you Amish like you need a chaperone I mean I know you're I know your ex husband's religious and maybe you are too to an extent but like how religious are you where you can't He's the first lady of the church uh, yeah. but you can't be alone with another married man. Like, I get it, they're in a room, hotel room, and yeah, there's safety concerns, you know, It's not, but it's not like the casting couch was going, it's not like it was Harvey Weinstein's hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point as so, well. Yeah. But anyway, I don't want to re- I don't want to litigate that or, or get into that. I mean, again, I'd feel, I feel bad for even bringing it, but I, I think that's what it comes down to, is that at some point, it, I think Robin was like willing to say, this doesn't seem like that big of a deal and was and then she stopped doing that and i think that's where you know i think if robin could understand and robin must understand she gets it she's playing numb and she's and she's also gaslighting like i don't understand like why you're upset about something that doesn't concern you candace it's like because robin it concerns me because like 
all season it was the storyline the narrative was your husband's doing something wrong he's like inviting ashley to come to the bar he's like cornering Gis cornering giselle in a hotel room he's looking at ashley's friend like it was just he's like story after story after story of chris is as giselle would say a sneaky leak right you know and it's what so it just that's where and he wasn't, but your husband was being a sneaky leak and DMing this girl, DMing this girl and like paying for hotel rooms. And that's just really shady. It also and, I, it makes me wonder too, like, you know, we have other married friends uh -huh. and they invite us to stuff together or separately. It's like, it, it, I just can't imagine a real life situation. And I, I do wonder, is it the difference between, you know, being gay men and being straight women? Like, if you went and did something with, you know, one of our other male friends or even a female, like you, you wouldn't, it would just be socially weird because you're not used to hanging out with them without me. But it's like, it's not such a foreign concept, for, I would think, for the majority of the world to go do something with someone significant other without both of them. You know what I mean? But yeah, I totally agree. But then, but it, it's not alone together in a hotel room, though. Yeah, you know. but what was the context of the hotel? That's just where they were filming. Right. Yeah. So it would be like if they were at that Mother's Day thing mm -hmm. and Chris was there and they were alone in another room of that castle or wherever it was. Anyway, it's just, it's, it just seems, again, it seems like such an overblown thing because those sorts of things happen. Being alone with someone else's husband exists in the world. It's It's not like... Do you think Giselle's not been alone with Juan Dixon? And is like, oh God, like, you know. I'm, I'm sure if she would tell it, she, no, it's never happened. Never happened. Yeah. Well, because Juan's never never around the production except this year. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's all the sleeping scenes. It's the same thing. It's like, it'd be like if, you know, Giselle's never been alone. With Michael. Michael Darby? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, again, it just seems so strange. Pick any husband of the show it just seems such a strange thing and, and, and to, to 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 harp on so i should stop harping on yeah. it but. yeah i think mean, is you know whatever you feel how you feel but I, I i just the whole making candace feel as if she shouldn't be upset about something um but also too i see but like i said i see both things i think i see she had the right to be upset but also the way that she chose to express herself was really harsh and you know maybe but Robin doesn't want an apology. It's like, then what do you want, Robin? I think, like I said to you, when Robin said, well, then you have no reason to be friends with me because you think I'm this horrible person, which basically is saying, like, you should just not be on the show because you don't want a relationship with me, <laughs> you know? All the, but if this is, goes both ways, she did, Robin doesn't want a relationship with Candace either. Yeah. I mean, I think when it comes down to it, I remember hearing Candace, you know, when she first when this first surfaced, I remember hearing and reading all that stuff and you and I, I thought we were pretty much in agreement. Like, yeah, that it, it's totally screwed up that Robin got away with that. And I, I, you know, would agree that when Candace said Robin was a fraud, yeah, I would agree. And so I, I do wonder if there's a level of like telling it like it is and then backpedaling. Cause like, that's what I really felt Candace was doing. She was, wasn't mincing words. She was just saying, this is downright, you know, she's a fraud. Like, like to sit there and then to do the twenty dollar you know Patreon charge just to get the story, like all of that was just so covered in ick to me. It was. It was just. It was really gross. And so yeah. I wonder, 
Yeah, I mean, I, there's one thing when you say something, you know, uh, behind someone's back, then you have to turn around and say it to their face. It's a difficult thing to do. But I don't know why Candace wouldn't just say, well, you were being a fraud, you know. And But I guess, I guess Candace, it's, it sounds like she's trying to... Um, give a little and trying to compromise and say, yeah, you know, I, you know, I don't want to like bury you with this, you know, with my words. Like I want to, you know, I'm going to give you some of the benefit of the doubt. And I think, I don't know, I think things might have, might go better if she just kept on being direct and saying like, no, you crazy, <laughs> you are a fraud. And here's why I think that. Yes. Uh, but the problem is when she does that, Robin just starts shutting down, you know, well, if you think that, da, 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 you know, so. I, I, I don't care. I'm going to retreat. And I, da, da, da. I took a DNA <laughs> test and I 100% have the worst tagline in the history of housewives. <laughs> One of the worst. One of the, 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 the taglines have gone downhill. All of them were... All the shows. Are, no, I think just Potomac this year, it was just like, much like the season, or very mediocre. <laughs> Riding so. the fence. I am but the even, fence. even Beverly Hills with Crystal's age oh, wisdom so thing. Crystal. They all have such double meanings, and, and Crystal's could be either I'm young and wise or I'm old and stupid. Yeah. Basically saying, like, all you guys are old and dumb, and I'm the unsmart one. I'm a millennial. Yeah. Look at me, I'm Crystal. But then, yeah, Robin's and Karen's, I'm right. Yeah, I am the fence, you ride me. I mean, even when she explained that on Watch What Happens Live, it, Andy was like, oh, okay, sure. Well, that was like uh, um, Karen at uh, BravoCon would explain things, and uh, during the panel, we were just like, what are you saying? Like nobody got it. Same thing nobody with that understood. damn pie analogy. That's that, that's what came up. They they showed that scene. Remember at yeah, yeah. there was like, I don't get this. This is, it's whack. It's very whack. So um, next week's episode, did we watch the scenes? They go to Surrey County. Oh right, and that only a few of them it. do. Yes, of course Giselle's not going to go because Twindy and Candace were there. It's ridiculous ridiculous what is her storyline this year aside from her kids well that's right nothing yeah yeah nothing <laughs> no but that's another conversation i wonder what the producer said to robin when everything came out when about the wand stuff like were they just like this was wrong you need to because robin's very much like taking that stance like on the show, on camera, to Candace, like, I don't have to, sh you know, share every little thing, especially if it's about my partner, and we already gotten past this. I wonder if that flew with the producers, where they were just like, no, you can never do this again. You can never not share everything, and you certainly cannot go on your podcast and charge people to hear the reality of your life. Like, I just wonder if there was a, a talking to because she's still on the show. There, there had, I mean, there had to have been. Because I mean, if it, if that translated, especially because the 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 knowingness of it all, the fact that she knew people would pay money, or thought the fact that whether she knew whether she thought people would pay money or not means there was money to be made off of it. Which means for the show, those were ratings. Those were ratings they could have gotten that would have translated into money for Bravo or you know, and the fact that she deliberately withheld that and moved it into a different revenue stream i mean that's definitely screwing well, you're already getting paid by bravo right to share your life if, if i was a producer i think some people were, at that time were like she should be fired because she is not 
sharing her life that she's being paid to on the show that she's being paid to pay to share her life on. Right. You know, and that's just like, what's was, the point of being paid to share your life on this show if you're yes. withholding parts of it to share somewhere else? Like it just it's just disingenuine and it, it just ultimately I think and I like to think that Robin understands her her mistake is that it's insulting to the fans. It is. That's I felt that hundred percent. It at just that felt time. like a slap in the face. Yeah. And then, you know, and I can see how Candace could feel the the opposite of I'm out here dealing with all this BS that you guys are throwing at me and I'm dealing with it and doing it and, you know. Showing up, talking about it. Exactly. I Like, I'm doing my job while you're over here doing not your job. Like, she must have had so many interviews that year where she had to talk about the allegations that were being lobbed at her husband, the, the, the false allegations. And meanwhile homegirl over here robin yeah. it's just like doop to do not me <laughs> unless you pay for it then i'll talk to you about it yeah it was whack and unfair so again i get where candace is coming from yeah i mean i again because this is the first time robin said anything that made any sense to me about the whole situation and and actually addressed you know we're not we don't have to share everything i was like okay i because before it just seemed like she was looking grasping at straws to like justify her behavior um and this really you know i was like okay this felt like may, maybe it's just that she's repeated it so many times she even believes it herself now but um but you know much like one story yeah <laughs> right I, I don't I, even thinking about it, like i i don't i don't want to see robin fired don't get me wrong i would no, i would have been call for you to be fired well i would have been really happy had she not come back like like had had the season started without her fine the fact or demoted she, well, right um but the fact that she's here um the same thing i just want her and giselle to get a goddamn storyline that's all i want just like get something that involves your life, something genuinely going on with it, and and the ladies don't quit trying or don't keep trying to ice people out. It's not good TV. Yeah, just these are your coworkers. Have fun with them. Um, if you have drama with them, have drama with them, but don't go finding drama where it doesn't exist. Like again, I think it just speaks poorly of of them as as housewives or celebrities that they have to that their lives are i don't even say boring i don't want to be diminutive or derogatory about it all but like like they, they the extent of their creativity is bringing other people down and f just their kids I don't, I don't know it just it's bringing other people down it's bringing down marriages yeah. you know it's just uh, why is that your focus you know, and it's always like little tiny things. It's never like a big smoking gun. It's just like, oh, this was rep repeated in a blog that like Wendy's husband was out there cheating. That was like a few back. Who cares who's who Michael Darby is sleeping with? It's yeah. not it's not you, Giselle. It's not right. you, Robin. That's someone else's life. Like what Ashley did or did not do in her marriage is up to Ashley. Like you can talk to Ashley and say like, hey, if my husband was doing that, I wouldn't be cool with it. You could talk about how it relates to you, but sit there and make this big deal over what so-and-so's husband is or is not doing. Because that's all like the last, what, 
four years of their storyline has been about other people's lives. Marriages, yes. And marriages. I guess, you know, there's a brief thing with, you know, where she, Giselle wouldn't, um, Jamal. Yeah, she talked a bit about it because when they tried to get, allegedly, tried to get back together and that didn't happen. And she talked about when she, when the show originally started that he was, you know, cheating on her while he was, whether they're married and, you know, she's the first lady of the church and blah, blah, blah. And she wrote a book, a fictional book like that. Yeah, that was um, kind of about that. But aside from that, she does not like to go there. It reminds me of at BravoCon during their panel when the moderator threw out there, oh, about, you know, Jamal and their and his infidelities and da da da. And Giselle was like physically irked by it and just bothered like why would you bring this up like that's what she was thinking because she was kind of like uh, 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 uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and it's like she does not like to go there unless she controls how it is presented right. and saying that like you know they don't have i'm just trying to think of what makes the difference between what she's doing and maybe some of the other ladies on the other franchises because Giselle. yeah or or just making like for instance on oc Tamara's big thing was about Jen and her boyfriend and the whole, yeah, and their whole, like, her cheating on her husband and, like, blowing up her life. So Tamara kind of did the same thing. Tamara, if you think about it, didn't have much of her own storyline last season. Right. It was mostly about the closing the club. Right. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Because she and have, Eddie were fine. And, and I guess know. Shannon, some stuff. So there was some genuine stuff between her and Shannon. Their friendship coming back yeah, together. Exactly. And, yeah. So, but I mean, so I, I'm just trying to like be at least objective. and, and... Well, but that was because Tamara's whole thing is that she hates when people, like she said that she told Jen before she came on the show, be honest about what happened with you and your husband and Ryan and the timeline. And Jen in her mind opinion wasn't doing that and Tamara hates a liar so she has really okay. started like trying to like really poke at Jen like you're lying you're lying you're lying that's not how it happened and also they were like actually friends and she was like I don't understand what you're doing and not telling the complete truth it's gonna come out and it also involved uh, uh, Tamara's friend Heather Amin too mm-hmm. so it was all that like it made sense why Tamara couldn't let that go different from like Giselle reading something in a blog and then like bringing it up to the show yeah. on the show, yeah. you know, to Wendy, like, oh, I saw this in the blog and not expecting Wendy to be like, the heck you say? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think, I mean, I, I enjoy Giselle immensely when she has something to talk about other than bringing other people down. And I would love or and just, I mean, the, all the housewives. I mean, it's cute for a couple scenes to see them with their family and stuff. But like after a while, like you have some more going on. But like, I don't know. Like I, I, I would like to see Giselle have more going on. Yeah. Because I think she's an interesting person. Yes. And I think she does have a lot to say. And I think she um, can. Um, I don't want to because I don't know her, but I'm sure she has a sweetheart, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, I just want to see her have more going on for herself so she doesn't have to tear other people down or manufacture, you know, drama. Or at least if you're going to manufacture drama, manufacture good drama. Right. Actual, like, you know, again, like I said, smoking gun drama, like, you know, without a, like, bam, drama. But it's always like, uh... and it's always off camera, too. 
that's the thing. Whenever, whenever someone tries to bring something that happened off camera, on camera, it doesn't translate to the audience because we didn't see it unfold. So it's just like, oh, well, this thing happened. And it's like, we didn't get to see the scene of her and Chris in the room. We didn't get to see like, a, yeah, you know, I like, mean, yeah. not, not to say, you know, had that just happened, had there been something that happened during the course of filming that she could point to and say, that made me feel uncomfortable and at least have the footage of it. And at least like, if you're going, if you're going to um, exaggerate something and try and make something seem bad, at least get it on. It just feels really shitty to say that. Yeah. To we're someone. not saying like, we're not saying we don't, you know, you felt how you felt. Right. But, and we're not, you know, that, those are your feelings. Your feelings are valid, but your feel. You but, should I mean, not have to tear someone down to make your feelings valid. That's what it yes, is. Exactly. Yes, exactly. And so there'd be, I think there there'd be opportunities in other parts of filming where, like, you could, if you're going to, if you're going to exaggerate something, you could exaggerate something that was caught on camera. Yeah, and that's where a lot of the good drama comes from. Is like we were at that you know Mother's Day luncheon, and you said blah 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 to me, and I didn't you know like stuff like that. That's the stuff that goes again. I mean, it's a little pedantic, and you know, been there, done that. But so much better than having to you know go back and forth. And it really is a he uh, not even a he said she said, but like a I said and everyone else on the show said because no one was in the same room. Mm -hmm. it, it's so so bizarre. Feels like somebody needs to like, and this is probably production needs to come to them and, and say these things like you need to have a real storyline or you need to like try to work this out with these other people you don't like like have a conversation you can't just like walk into a room and ignore wendy ignore candace like if you really wanted to make something juicy and make a show you would say candace let's go out for lunch and really talk this out that's a good scene like i mean because there was you know again we like saw some things we saw like with the candace um, Robinson, we're like, okay, I see her point, I see her point. It's a discussion. Something's happening. It's not like just talking about her behind her back to your friend while she does the same to you with her friend. Just talk it out. That's what we want to see. Like housewives try to like resolve their issues. So when you have like, uh, Giselle saying like, oh, I don't need to talk to her again, you know, like, because, because of her, I had death threats, you know, come at me about my family. It's like, well then say that to her face. Say that like, I am... I believe you're responsible for me getting death threats, period. And the Candace would, see, like, would say, I too have death threats. Right. Well, and that's the thing is that then you can't just, you can't just say something and then just like, oh, no, no, I refuse, you know, I refuse to talk about it. Like, cause that's what ends up happening with all these shows. Oh, I know. I, I'm sorry. That's what I was going to go with. Cause then if you, if you don't, like if you, you could, Giselle could go and say, I want to resolve this, but she refuses to, to me, that's tantamount to saying, I don't want to participate on this show. I refuse to deal with the people who are part of the show because X, Y, and Z. Well, that's your that's your resignation. That's your three days no show at work, you know? Right. No call, no show. You have no job. <laughs> but she gets away with it. Yeah. She but, gets I mean, away with it. It's the same thing, you know, we haven't seen the newest season of New Jersey, um, but I'm curious to see how that'll play out. But even still, like, as much as um, Teresa and uh, Melissa have tension, they still show up when they do have the same, and they do acknowledge each other. They don't, like... I don't know. They they still have some sort of mm -hmm, even if it's you know 
uncomfortable. They're not just completely like, I refuse. And, and again, I think when housewives refuse to deal with another housewife, that's their voluntary resignation. Yeah. Like that's what they're being paid to do. And I think that's part of what bugs us about Robin and what happened last year is that she refused to share a part, which it's fine. I get there's probably so many things that we don't know about and we don't need to know about, but it's not like it was irrelevant. And so it's just a slap in the face and it feels like to me voluntary, like I don't want to participate in this show because I had something that could relate to what was going on and uh, I refused to share it. Because also, too, what was Robin's storyline last year? Do you remember? Like, did she have anything interesting? No, they're getting remarried. Right. They were actually That's getting right. remarried. There was actual evidence yeah. of the wedding moving forward right. after would, five years. And it was like, are we going to invite friends and family or are we not? Yeah. But, uh, and I think depression add... was early on, wasn't it? Or was that the previous season where she wouldn't? She was in bed all the time? That was the season before this, the whole COVID. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would have added a layer to the getting married thing. If mm-hmm. she said, we overcame this, you know, and we got past this. We worked on our relationship and we really love each other. We love our family. We want to be together. And I, I think when it comes down to it, like re- the genuineness of the performers comes through. We've talked about it before in one of these episodes. When they're making it up, you can tell. We're, the audience isn't dumb. We know something's not right. And I think when the entire social entirety of social media, other than, you know, diehard Robin and Giselle stands, are, you know, picking up on it, it's translating through. And everything that we're hearing, you know, on, behind the scenes about production, uh, Potomac and Atlanta, those are the two shows that really aren't, you know, working this last season. Uh-huh. And so there, so there may be retooling it. I mean, we, we can't be the only ones who are picking up on this. No, I think... I haven't seen the ratings for Potomac this year, but I feel like it's it's feels with disjointed and and off kilter and it's not they're not gelling. Yeah. And it just it's makes it uncomfortable to watch because you can tell they really dislike each other and aren't willing to put in the work to move past that. Yeah. So and until they do, it's someone's gotta go. And see, that's what's always made Ashley and Candace at least yes. interesting. They will meet on camera and they uh-huh. have tried in the past and they still will talk to each other. They don't necessarily address it anymore, like their original beef, but they still like you know, have words to say to each other and they're like, there's at least a, um, a I don't know, kind of a, a nod and a respect of like, I see you over there doing your thing. Yeah, much like a, like a Kenya or a Porsche exactly. situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like Candace like straight up called her a raggedy bitch yeah. in her confessional and still invited her to the brunch. Yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. You know, well, and say, you know, again, you know, backhanded, however it may be, you know, like she said that, but like, I'll say what you will, she's a great mom and I've never made qualms with that. And she loves her mother and they've yeah, that whole thing. So it's the fact that like all this goes on with Robin and Giselle and they can't, they're just so stuck on it. And ugh. Yeah, it's just, it's making, it's taking down the show. Yeah. Like if you're going to play producer, play producer well. Giselle. Or you know, get paid for it at least, get the credit. Yeah. So um, we should um, talk about um, another show. Oh, sorry, I'm very tired. I am awkwardly trying to say until next time. <laughs> I, that, I thought you were going to talk about something. No, I was trying to segue into um, before I fall asleep. I want to watch tonight's Watch What Happens Live. Oh, so 
I was to say we should uh, wrap this up so we go downstairs and uh, watch some Watch What Happens Live. <laughs> I didn't know where you're going with that. It was like another show. No, like I thought you're going to take another Housewives show. But no, okay. I was. I think what I was trying to say is we should turn our attention to a different show by ending this one Got and it. going downstairs and watching some entertainment. Yes. So okay. <laughs> does, does, does that work? It does. So it until does. next time. Until next time. All right. <laughs>